Well, hello there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Only it's just Debbie today, so Jerry will be back tomorrow. Today's his day off. So I need your help because I'm asking the question today, how is your marriage doing? Okay, we'd like to talk about it to see if we can um, strengthen our marriages. Maybe we can highlight some things that we need to work on or things that we need to be really proud of in a good way that our marriages are going strong. So I'm asking the question today, how is your marriage doing? Now, if you don't want to um, give, uh, you know, specific details or names, um, you can um, just call in and give your confirmation name, but we, we, we really just need you to give um, kind of the overall uh, assessment of what's happening with your marriage and maybe with others like your children's marriages or your grandchildren or, or even just in general what you're seeing in the world when you go to mass and you see different marriages um, being played out in, in um in the Sunday liturgy, you know, you, a lot of times you see couples with their children, um, they sit in the front row of, of church and you're thinking to yourself, wow, they really seem very connected. You know, they seem like they are praying together as a family and, and stuff like that. So let's talk about all angles of marriage, but I'm asking today, how is your marriage doing now? I, now I'm not going to lay any Catholic guilt on you, but I am a bit under the weather. Um, it's been going on for a long time. So I'm, I, I'm trying hard to keep up my um, my spirit on this and to just maintain a sense of uh, joy and peace. Um, so I need your help. I need your company. So here's the number, 833-288-3986. Please call in and tell us how your marriage is doing. Marriage is under attack these days, and it's very, very um, important that we talk about things that are going on um, in our homes behind closed doors so that we can get a better understanding of what we're facing and what we're up against. Um, I would encourage all couples to um, pray the St. Michael prayer in the morning and the evening, absolutely, um, to have sacramentals around the home and also to remind each other of, of, you know, why you are in the sacrament of matrimony and how it's very, very important um, to, to uh, get each other to heaven, to really uh, be on that journey together and be committed. And the exit door should not be an option. Okay, so the number to dial, how is your marriage doing, is the question today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Only, again, you just have me today. Although I have St. Gerard Magella, which is Jerry's, one of Jerry's patron saints. So today is the uh, feast day of St. Gerard and St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. Um, that was my mom's favorite saint. Um, she took her confirmation name, Margaret. And we have a gigantic picture that I grew up with in New Jersey of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So my mother had a very big devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus because of St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. Today is just a, an amazing day. A lot of other saints as well, St. Ambrose and um, it goes on and on. St. Hedwig. I mean, there's so many, and it's just a beautiful day today. So make sure you maybe look up some of these saints and learn about uh, their life. It's very important. There are role models. There are cheerleaders now in heaven wanting, they want us to get to heaven. So um, it's very important that we remember the saints. Also the souls in purgatory. Please always remember the souls in purgatory. Maybe say an ex extra decade of the rosary for them. Very, very important. But today I'm asking the question, how is 
your marriage doing? So how is it functioning? What, how is it functioning well? Is it struggling? Is it just surviving? Is it thriving? I want to know the details. Why? Not because I'm nosy, but it's because we want to share with others who are listening right now that it can maybe give them some ideas and it may be a confirmation for them or, or a challenge for them to go to get some professional help. If you need any uh, professional help, uh, Jerry and I have the Life Coaching Outreach Ministry, Stand Tall. You can find us at standtalltoday.com, standtalltoday.com. And we do um, couples coaching and crisis coaching as well. But the number to get in on this particular episode, and if you find something in this particular broadcast that is important to you or you learned something, please share it on social media. We believe that's a good use of social media. So uh, share it far and wide. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook at Jerry and Debbie Facebook page, Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. So how is your marriage doing? Please call Matt Kabinsky. He's monitoring the phones. He's our call screener. Uh, Jeff Burson is at social media. And of course, Ace McKay is our producer at the controls. But Matt's uh, ready, willing, and able to answer your call about how your marriage is doing, or maybe you have some tools or tips about having a very good, solid marriage, we need to hear that. This is the safe platform for all of us to come together and really share our lived experiences, our wisdom, our knowledge. The number to dial is 833-288-3986. And I'm already getting messages saying, Debbie, you don't seem that bubbly today. I'm trying my hardest, guys. You know, I'm a little bit under the weather, so I'm hanging in there. And I wanted to be with you because I just think that every single day is very, very, very important. And we have to be able to use this live call-in platform so that that we can learn and grow together. Before we go to our first break, let's go to Patricia in Georgia. And Patricia's on St. Paul Radio. Hello, Pr- Patricia. Welcome to Take Two. Hi, Debbie. It's really Trisha. But oh, anyway, hi. I, hi, Trish. I, I have a really different take on marriage, which you might know. I just want to tell everybody that when I became Catholic three years, well, I've been Catholic three years now, but my husband promptly divorced me. Um, and... I need to say how I became Catholic. I was listening to Jerry and Debbie, Mm -hmm. and um, I can't even remember what the topic was, but it was like I didn't even... Well, first of all, I couldn't get any radio station that day, but he did the chin. always listen to Christian, but it wouldn't come in. So anyway, um, listening to them, and I heard in my heart from God, this is the truth. Mary's your mother. And remember the Bible study you did seven years ago mm-hmm. where you took as your life verse, John 2, 5, do whatever he tells you. This is what I'm telling you. So I was like, oh, my gosh. So, of course, I I could, anybody who tried to argue with me, I was like, sorry, I heard directly from God. What can I say? But anyway, since I have become Catholic, there is nothing I love more and more and Every day it gets better. I've been able to be an EM minister. That is fabulous. It increases your joy. I can't even tell you how much. And um, recently I was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And I need to tell you about the peace God has put in my heart. 
Oh my goodness. Trisha, please, you hear the music. Um, if you can hang on, um, we'll go through the break. And on the other side, I, we, I, this is the first I'm hearing of this, and we really need to talk about it. So we're speaking with Trisha in Georgia. Please, folks, how is your marriage doing? That's what we're asking today on Take Two. Call us, 833-288-3986. asking today on take two with Jerry and Debbie, how is your marriage doing? Can you please weigh in on this and um, uh, pick up the phone? Well, come on. The phone is already probably in your hand. So just dial this number 833-288-3986. And we're speaking with Trish in Georgia. And um, Trisha just um, shared something that this is the first. And uh, as a matter of fact, we actually have a, a call that we were, we were going to uh, schedule later this week. So uh, Trisha feels comfortable, obviously, enough with the Take-Two family to share this uh, diagnosis that just happened. And Tricia, um, we have uh, Jack Williams, the general manager of EWTN Radio, is in the studio. And so I think it would be really great for Jack to, um, I'd love I'd love to tap into um, the male side pr- of the perspective on things when, when stuff like this happens, and life happens, and it would be interesting to see what how men should respond, especially Christian men. So with that, let me Welcome, Jack Williams. Well, hey there. Hey, Jack. Thank you so much for jumping in. It's my I, joy. Yeah. Great great Saints Days today, St. Gerard and St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. I mean, amazing Saint uh, Day today. But we're speaking with Trisha in Georgia, Jack, and I don't know how much you know of Trisha's story, but she shared that... Yeah, I don't know anything. So. Okay. So, Trisha, uh, real quickly, I'll give Jack the Reader's Digest version. You, through listening through Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, you became... Um, you know, introduced to the the Catholic journey, and um, you um, it became very evident that you needed to come into Holy Mother Church, and because of that, unfortunately, your husband chose out, and he chose to leave the marriage. And now, you just shared with all of us that you were just recently recently diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And Trisha, I have to tell you, you are such a youthful person. This is very shocking for me. And so I just wanted you to pick up where you left off, and now you, you also have both of us. Uh, Jack's here as well. Okay, awesome. I'm so glad Jack's there. And Debbie, first of all, as you always say, this is a worldwide audience, so I know everybody is praying for you, everybody all over the world. So that is fantastic. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, I have this diagnosis of Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you I have actually more peace and more joy than I've had ever before. It's just a miracle, like the way God brought me into the church. Um, I'm totally ready to do whatever he tells me, and I'm, I have plans. Like, I have a good friend who she told me to write, continue, I write my prayers out. She told me to continue writing and then list everything that I want people to tell me when I can't remember it. Um, praying the rosary, all those kind of things my stories, you know, everything. So I'm about to do that. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> anyway, she also told me to start a photo album of everybody, and I'm, I'm doing that. But um, the thing that's just, I mean, it's inexplicable to me how wonderful and fabulous and loving our God is that he would grace me with this peace and this joy. I thought, wow, maybe I get to go to heaven soon. That would be awesome. And I kind of feel like maybe I would get purgatory because I've suffered a lot. Um, 
you know, not actually through pain or anything, but done a lot of suffering. So I'm very excited about the possibility. And I can't tell you, everybody has to listen to tape too. All of you. That's sweet. Thank you, Tricia. Well, I'm still a bit um, in, in shock because this was you know, very unexpected because we actually, Tricia, we were planning the next chapters of your life, right? And, and all the ministry work you're doing in the church, but let's, let's rewind a little bit. So Jack, um, so you, you heard that Tricia coming into the Catholic church, she lost her, her long marriage. What, what would you say to that? Um, you know, speaking from the male, the male vantage point. Well, you know, it's, it's really interesting that this conversation would come up uh, right now because, uh, Johnette and I, my wife Johnette and I, were at a, a, a one-day event in New Orleans over the weekend on Saturday. And Deacon Larry Oney, who is a, just a dynamic, uh, just an incredible brother in the Lord, um, was was sort of hosting the event, and he and he talked about uh, about cleaving. You know, and mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and when you look in the in the book of Genesis, you know, it's 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 not you know. This is why a man leaves his, you know, uh, leaves his mother and father, and you know, signs a an agreement with his wife. No, that's not what it says. It says that he cleaves to his wife, which is not even a partnership. I mean, it is an actual, you know, two things becoming one thing, right? And so that's that's what happens in these situations. Now, unfortunately, you know, it takes two to tango, obviously, and there's there's sometimes we don't have the earthly control in this life that we would like to have over other people and they will make decisions and act on decisions and carry out decisions that we're not particularly you know fond of but you know at some point we have to come to the realization which it sounds like Trisha has that that there's really nothing that we contributed to this degree that would have made something you know like this happen and um, you know I, I, I always tell people you know we 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 talk about this debbie all the time on on all the shows on ewtn mm-hmm. radio from time to time that that you know we it, it's really no wonder that we find ourselves in this situation with regard to marriage uh in the world and especially in america mm-hmm. you know when you look at, at 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 the 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 discernment and the formation that takes place for someone to enter the sacred priesthood mm-hmm. or for a brother to make his final vows or for a sister to enter the cloister, the years of formation that it takes before they're actually allowed to make that profession. And what do we do for marriage, which is, is, is an equivalent, is an equivalent vocation from the Lord. You know, what do we do? You know, a meeting with the pastor and a weekend retreat. I mean, why would we be surprised that we find ourselves in, in the situation that we are. And, and, you know, what I tell people, and, and if more people would get this, this, uh, um, uh, this notion, you know, through their head as men, as I, you know, I always tell them that, that, you know, if you, you've, you've taken a flower, like if you ever had Mm -hmm. a bouquet of roses and you just, you keep it over time, you might even press it in a book, but you don't necessarily have to press it in a book. But you keep roses like over a long period of time, mm-hmm. and then you know what happens to them. I mean, they become so brittle, right, right. that right. just looking at them the wrong way will make them shatter. And I tell them that that regardless of how gregarious your wife is, or how reserved she is, or how positive she is, or how negative she is, that 
fragile rose mm-hmm. is exactly what her heart is like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you've got to hold, you're responsible for holding your her heart in your hands mm-hmm. as and though... it's precious. It's precious. Yeah, mm-hmm. as though the least little wrong move is, mm-hmm. is potentially going to, to shatter it. And we just unfortunately don't have that. And, you know, that'd be a good thing to pray for, Tricia. You know, you're in a situation where your prayers are going to be crazy effective <laughs> at this yep. point. And to pray not only... Um, for your now ex-husband, but for everybody, for all marriages. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be a wonderful thing for you to mm-hmm. offer this stuff up to. And I would really encourage you that while you still uh, remember and, and, and are, are, are cognitive about everything you're doing, to, to pray with extreme intentionality while you have the ability mm-hmm. to do that. And, uh, boy, I tell you, there's been some, you know, you hear the, the terrible stories about this situation, but, you know, Johnette's mom, uh, you know, she, she, as she drifted deeper and deeper into, into her journey down this same road that you're facing, Tricia, she, Johnette said she became like a, like a 10 year old little girl. Mm-hmm. And she said she never saw her happier in, in her entire mm-hmm. life. Uh, as she was as she was nearing the end. So we never but, know what God has in store for us. That's true. But Jack, you know, it's interesting, Trisha, Jack was, we were, I was, he was reading my mind, I was reading his mind, I was going to say the exact same thing. You are, are in a, in a very uh, unique position right now to have extraordinary blessings and graces for you and your whole entire family. So, um, and I, th- I think you know that, right, Trish? Yeah. Yeah. I certainly do. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing with us. Um, I can tell you as Jack was speaking and responding to you, um, many, many of the Take-Two family uh, was weighing in, uh, sending um, emojis and everything of love and care. And they're praying for you, Trish. You You have an amazing family around you. So we love you very, very much. Thank you for trusting us and sharing with us today. Yes, and I, I thank everybody who's doing that. But, Jack, you had an amazing idea I, for all marriages. I will tell you that um, I started praying for my husband and his new wife, actually, um, mm-hmm. the first time I did the rosary. And they're actually first on it because God gave me that love for them. It's just incredible. Like I'm saying, I know you have a lot of non-Catholic listeners I hope this will do something a little bit to inspire them to please look at the Catholic Church. Absolutely. Thank you, Tricia. Thank you so very much. And I'll be calling you later this week for sure. Um, Before we go back to the phones, Kathy is up next. um, So please hang on, Kathy. I just wanted to share uh, Mother Angelica Memorial. Visit EWTN's site dedicated to Mother Angelica, where you can celebrate her remarkable life. It's filled with photos, milestones, heartfelt stories, and her wit and words that have inspired the hearts of all ages throughout the years. Visit EWTN.com slash Mother Angelica today. Okay, so folks, please visit that uh, beautiful website to honor Mother Angelica. Amazing. So Jack, we'll go back to the phones. Kathy is up next. First time caller from Sioux Falls, South Dakota on Real Presence Radio. And you can do exactly what Kathy did. for that part. Kathy, hold on one second. You can, you can do what Kathy uh, just did by calling in. Um, so please dial this number. We have an open phone line. Trisha just opened the line. 833-288-3986. Kathy from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Take it away. 
Hello. Hello, Kathy. You're, you're on um, the air. You want to know how my marriage is doing? It's not. It's ended after 42 years. Okay. Do you want to share any of the details if you feel comfortable? Uh, my husband um, disappeared in March and blocked my phone. So recently, though, he's um, started texting, and that's it. I haven't talked to him this year. Okay. Real quickly, Kathy, because we've got Jack Williams, general manager of EWTN Radio, on with us to give the the male um, side of this, which is very, very important. But, Kathy, um, are you both Catholic? Yes. Is it so? You got married in the church. Um, yeah. And okay. And is there somebody else involved with your husband? No. No. Okay. He left. He also left his job. Okay. Was it a midlife crisis? It seems to be a mental breakdown from exhaustion. He was working eighty to hundred hour work weeks. He's always done that. Uh, worked a lot of hours, and um, he just walked out of his job one day and left okay jack let me uh, jack you don't have to disclose your age but if you want to um but just share about that how men when they get burnt out it's tough on men you know it it can be and and you know we all feel pressures based on our state in life quite frankly or the state in life that we've created for ourselves and some of those pressures are, are real uh and very real you know and some of them are greater than what we have made them out to be, you know, and and it can, can can create fear, and you know, fear will play. Fear is is something that the evil one can use to to play with our consciousness. You know, my wife Jeanette has a great acronym for fear. She calls it false evidence appearing real, and that what you need to combat fear is trust, which is true resolve under severe testing. The testing is real. It's not, you know, we're not saying that it's not there and we're not saying that it's not hard, but it's definitely, um, you know, something that that has to be, that needs to be, that needs to be overcome, you know, with heroic virtue. And I'll tell you, something Tricia said at the end of her call that she's praying for her ex-husband and, and his new wife, That that's heroic virtue, folks. That is not something I would ever expect anybody to be able to do. Um, but it's something that we should all strive for, for sure in those situations, you know, and and I don't think that there is, Kathy, I don't think there is a male perspective or a female perspective in this, in this situation. It sounds to me like there's a, there's a mental health perspective going Mm -hmm. on here. And I don't think that, I don't think, I don't think anybody could pray for him with the effectiveness that's, that the person who has borne the brunt of his decisions that's the person that's going to have the most, uh, that's going to have the ear of our Lord more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Kathy, any comments for Jack? No, that's an interesting comment that you just said. Mm-hmm. Kathy, uh, where, Kathy, where are you? You sound, you sound very, like, uh, to me it sounds like you're partially stunned, but also kind of a bit, you know, disconnected from this. Where where are you at? Are you taking care of yourself? Yes, but Good. probably very disconnected at this point, just okay. trying to plan my life ahead alone and uh, tread water financially. 
Okay, that's t- that's tough. Kathy, there are a lot of resources out there. I have to tell you through coaching and counseling and programs through the church and and some Christian programs that are phenomenal. I mean, I I would hope you would have you have a support team around you that is uh, really sustaining you through this. Um, I do to a point my children are grown and gone. Um mm-hmm. I don't think that everyone wants to hear about this all the time. Right, right. Well, Kathy, I can tell you this. I put you in the book. I put your husband in the book. I put your family in the book. And we will start praying, Lady Undoer of Knots. Okay, would you please keep us posted, Kathy? And and just know, feel the prayers around you from the Take Two family, okay? God bless you, Kathy. Thank you for calling in. Folks, please, this is important. How is your marriage doing? Call us, 833-288-3986. There is one open phone line, so if you feel that little nudge in your spirit, we believe it's the Holy Spirit calling in so you can talk about your marriage, or you can talk about somebody else's marriage, or what you're observing, like maybe your children, your grandchildren, what's going on with marriage today in the world, whatever is on your heart that you can share that can help another soul, another marriage. The number to dial is 833-288. 3986. And when we hit that little pause button, we were all chuckling um, behind the scenes here because I had asked Jack to disclose his age and I did not realize I should have known this, but today is Jack Williams's birthday. Yes, so- my, my answer yesterday would have been different than my answer today. <laughs> That's true. So from the Take Two family, Jack, happy birthday. So I was born, I'll give you a hint, we'll see who can figure it out. I was born... On, well, no, that's not true. Never mind. I've got this backwards. I've got this backwards. <laughs> Never mind. What, Saint, you, Saint John, Saint, our late Holy Father, St. John Paul the Great, he was installed as Pope mm-hmm. on my 16th birthday. Wow. Wow. And you are on the that? day of St. Gerard Magella and St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. So you do have a devotion, obviously, to the Sacred Heart, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely, for yeah. sure. Yeah, Yeah. so happy birthday. Thank what a gr- What a great treat that you are with us. This is so exciting, you guys. See, and I haven't ex- even broken a hip yet today. <laughs> okay, so that's too funny. So we're going to go back to the phones. Another Trish, Jack, um, from Buffalo, New York, on our friends at the Station of the Cross. Hello, Trish. Thank you for waiting, and welcome to Take Two. Oh, thank you, Jeanette and Jack. Uh, definitely, I just want to say first, my heart goes out to Kathy. Oh, my gosh, what a heartbreaking story that she told. And it really resonated with me because, you know, my husband and I have been married for 10 years, and he actually works a lot, like 80 hours a week, most weeks. And I'm, like, thinking, I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm like, I hope, I hope that I really, you know, I hope that I just really have to keep praying for him, that he doesn't get exhausted like that, you know, when we're 40 years married. Right, like, oh dear. So that was that was kind of like maybe God was telling me that's like I got to pray harder, <laughs> kind of reality check for me. Um, but I, I'm so sorry for Cassie. So sad. Um, what I wanted to talk about is what I told the call screener is that we've been married for ten years. Our anniversary is actually on the twenty sixth, and we, I probably thought six months ago that our marriage was not going to last, that we weren't going to make it, that everything was not okay, like, and somehow I figured out that, I don't know, the Lord put it on 
my heart, I guess. I've been praying. I have been praying for years and years, rosaries and novenas and everything. And a thought popped into my head, like, well, maybe it's you. And I'm like, oh, gosh. You know, like, you kind of think when things are going on in your marriage, like, oh, this other person does this, this other person does that. Like, gosh, they need to stop it. They need to treat me better. They need to do this. But I feel like the God told me, like, well, maybe it's you. And I'm like, oh. So I really delve into that and realized that I really wasn't being a very good wife. I wasn't being, I wasn't honoring my husband. I wasn't respecting him. I, I didn't trust him. I didn't trust him to make good decisions for our family. I didn't trust him to be a good enough father that I could leave my, you know, three or even all four of my children with him. I didn't trust him that he could be a good husband. And I didn't realize that that's what I felt until I really started thinking about it and delving into it, praying about it. So I was like, okay, Lord, help me change. (laughs) So that was about, I would say, like in the beginning of the summer, I started it. So here we are in October. And I've checked in with my husband a couple times, asking him, like, what do you think? I would say that our marriage is wonderful. We don't argue anymore. We, for the most part, I'm, I'm very joyful and happy. And before I wasn't, I couldn't handle anything. And I'm like, you know, I, I think just really realizing that, you know, God has a design for marriage. And if, and if I work against that design, if I'm trying to dominate my husband, if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to like, you know, if I'm trying to make these decisions over him and not respecting what he wants and, you know, and really just understanding that he is, he is a good man and, my gosh, he has an important job. Like, of course, he, he's an adult. He's a grown man. Of course, he's a good man. Like, you married him, right? <laughs> so I think just the perspective change and just, right. and it seems so basic, but it's, there's, I feel like there's, a crisis in our culture, maybe just from seeing like Facebook groups and things, women really don't respect their husbands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's a real problem. Sure. And sure. you know, you fall into it. Right. You're- right. So Trish, let me just jump in because um, I could hear um, your little one wanting your attention. So I'll give you that time uh, for a moment. But first, I just wanted to say, uh, Trish, Jack and I were being super quiet because what you had to say, there is so much we can unpack because in life coaching, we talk all about this. You know, when you start to lose trust for for your spouse, when you start to uh, lose respect and things of that nature, then it just spirals out of control and, and people are resentful and, and the, the arguments start and but you but in life coaching we always talk about starting with self right yourself and you did exactly that and through prayer that came to you so I think that was absolutely um, a God gift and I think it was amazing that you worked on yourself in order uh, the way you interact with your husband and the way you view your husband and so you're seeing the beautiful results of that and and you're talking about respect and trust and all those things um, you know have to be uh, you know, their, their habits, their, you learn them, you grow into them, you practice your way through them, you build trust, you build respect. And it's, and it's a mutual, you know, give and take, it's a mutual understanding. There's so many aspects of this that we can, we can, um, 
we can uh, talk about, but this is what I would like to do. I want to focus on the idea of trust, Jack, if we can, because I think that's very important. We're seeing it a lot in life coaching. People are coming to us saying, I just don't trust my spouse anymore. And that's really unfortunate because that's, that's difficult to be in the home with somebody that possibly you're viewing as an enemy. That's not good. And then Trish, real quickly, because you were so sweet, uh, you're absolutely spot on. It is Jack Williams's birthday today. He is married to Johnette Williams, and they do Marriage Mondays. Um, but I'm actually Debbie Giorgiani this show right after uh, Women of Grace. So, uh, But it was sweet. I'll tell Johnette you said hello. Or actually, Jack can tell Johnette you said hello. So Jack, any comments on Trisha's, um, you know, the way it unfolded? I think it's brilliant that she started with herself. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, it's it's that's a great gift uh, of self-knowledge that, you know, our Lord gave us because, I mean, my goodness, let's be honest. How how often, if, if, if our words reflected our attitude, we would enter the confessional by saying, bless me, Father, for my spouse has sinned. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we immediately go after that. It was, it's, it's just, it's just, you know, Johnette had a situation, I wish Johnette was here because she could, she could tell the story, but she had a moment with, with her late husband, Anthony, when they were first married and, and raising their young family. They were, they were both cradle Catholics, but they were not living their faith at all, really. Um, you know, Johnette says she had the, 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 the sisters in Catholic school growing up so scared her to death about the mm-hmm. notion of limbo that she had the kids baptized just in case. Just wow. in case. That's why wow. she had the kids baptized. But she had a, a radical reversion back to her faith experience. And Anthony eventually got there, but he wasn't on the same track that she was on. And she was, she'll tell you, she was wearing our Lord out in prayer about why can't you drag this man to where he needs to be and blah, 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 blah. And she said one day she was sitting in prayer and it just hit her like a ton of bricks. Mm -hmm. Our Lord saying, are you willing to change yourself? Wow. Okay. So similar to what happened with Trish. Exactly. Exactly. And that's when things really turned around for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think so, she's she's on to something for sure. Yeah, yeah. So any final comments, Trish, of Jack, what Jack shared about Johnette's experience? Well, absolutely. And I want to say, too, um, you know, if you could let Johnette know, I listen to her show all the time also. And, you know, when I was starting this journey, there was a show that she was doing. And I don't remember what she was talking about, but I felt like I felt like she was speaking directly to me when she said it. And she said, um you know, that her husband, her late husband had told her that like after, I don't remember how long, maybe I, I like after 30 years or something that he said, like, you know, she's like, oh my gosh, he was finally like came to God. And she said, and he told her it's because you were, because of the way that you live. It was nothing that I did. It was just watching you. And I was like, oh my God. And like, mm-hmm. I like start crying. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. no. I was like, oh, Lord, I know, but <laughs> so that was like, that really hit me. And also, I it was funny that you said that, Jack, that I I feel like, too, that I pretty much exhaust God on the daily praying constantly, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> please make my husband realize that this is not right, and then I'm like, oh, and then it's fine, and then it ends up, he ends up changing me in the process. You know, I do that all the time. <laughs> Wow. Well, Trish, I I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for for trusting us and calling in and sharing this because, 
you know, you've helped others um, today. You probably won't meet them on this side of the veil. Um, but but when you are fi- finished with your time here on earth, I, I, I pray the good Lord lets you see what you did today. Because I think sometimes we're constantly pointing, like Jack is saying, when you go into the confessional, you know, sharing your, your spouse's sins. Um, you know, we're p- always pointing away from us. It's very hard to look in the mirror. It really is. And people will say, oh, I can do it. I can do it. But it's tough. And if we make those necessary changes, it's only going to benefit benefit us spiritually. It's going to benefit us personally. It's going to benefit our, you know, us as parents and grandparents. And then, of course, it's going to uh, assist with our with our marital uh, relationship. So, God bless you, Trish. More more power to you. It sounds like you're on a great road and a very strong road, uh, preserving and protecting your marriage. So, thank you for sharing today. Thank you so much. God bless you. Take care. Call us anytime. Hey, you know, I, I, I know it's not, I know it's not, tell us your favorite clean joke yes. day. You're going to tell know, me a joke on I, your well, birthday? I, t- I've, I've told, I think I've told you before. I think I might have told her on the very first, tell us your best clean joke day. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a joke that I like to tell that, that says, how do, what's, how do you tell a male chromosome from a female chromosome? How? Pull down its genes. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a it's a little play on words there. Okay, G- that's hilarious. Yes, 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 I got it. So, but it's funny because this it, it Trish's call reminds me. There's a young couple. Uh, mm-hmm. We're f- very close friends with the family, and this young couple. It's so inspiring when young Catholic couples get married in the church. It's just mm-hmm. inspiring. And so they had been married for about I don't know less than a year, maybe ten months or so, and we had a big family gathering for a holiday. And so uh, I told her that joke, the young bride in this couple, that I told her that joke. I said, how do you tell a male chromosome from a female chromosome? And she said, the male chromosome is the one that doesn't pick up his socks. So it just it just validates your point that we 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 often tend to look outward rather than inward. Right, right. Oh, too funny, too funny, Jack. You know what? I just realized something. I feel better when I'm laughing, so maybe I should laugh my way out of this. uh, There you go. This illness that I have right now. So there you go. Thank you, Jack. Okay, we're gonna move to um, to Mike, and uh, Mike is on YouTube. I'm waving to you, Mike, and Mike is in uh, South, uh, I believe, Texas, South Texas. So hi, Mike. Welcome to Take Two. Hello, Deb. Uh, thank you very much for this program. It, uh, it's hitting me, and I don't know which way to go with it because Jack's providing all this advice and, and now this humor, and it's, uh, it's confusing me as to where I should start. Uh, but I'll, I'll just start with, first of all, my marriage was 22 years, and I thought happy years. Uh, three children raised, um, two adults or close to it, um, a bunch of miscarriages, uh, actually six of them. Um, after the two boys came and then one young girl who became the love of my life uh, uh, when we adopted her. So um, they're moving through, but then COVID hit. And uh, like a certain priest on a, on a Catholic radio would say, the COVID interruption just had its effect. It seemed like every moment of the, once the uh, marriage, once the um, mass stopped and we started to do the in-house type um simulated version of going to mass in a sense it uh just started to drive wedges because my two boys came back from college and um their attitude was was changed uh, i'm not saying that's the actual cause of the breakup but it was clearly a, a huge factor 
Um, so um, what occurred then is, um, you know, a reevaluation of where we stood, my wife and I, and, and the counseling that went with it, but it was independent. It never went to any joint counseling, although that's what I had hoped for, but that wasn't part of the, the plan. And um, the one thing that's gotten me through it to the point where I have such great hope and, uh, and um, patience and hopefully love towards everybody is the fact that when we were when we met back in '98, it was at a place called the Ark of the Covenant, and I got so steeped in covenant theology, and uh, we signed a second covenant, which was part of the religious organization we were part of at the time, uh, with the Triune God, and God never one time gave us less than full support of His end of the promise. So I, I really have two covenants working for me for the. Re- establishment of a full marital uh, end of this game. Uh, so I have great hope that God's going to renew us in the covenant, uh, and I have to just be extremely patient and um, witness, like I've tried to tell people, love, joy, and peace as this, as this roller coaster keeps going, because right. what happened to my family um, is what's now happening to... Because I, I, I got gifts from God, um, kind of like Jonette was when she was early on. I feel that that reality of being a revert with somebody who was always a, a Catholic, a cradle Catholic, and a good one, mm-hmm. without judging her walk in, you know, relative to my walk, it does lead to a, a challenge, and uh, I probably do need to talk to Jeanette directly on it. Right. Um, right. And, and so that's the key, you know, for mm-hmm. me, is just really go deep into the covenant and find that God's promises are never going to be uh, without effect in our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael, you, you covenant relationships. So, Johnette, um, Johnette, and Jack have um, marriage Mondays, and and Jack, share a little bit. Do you guys get into covenant relationship? Um, we haven't really uh, uh, up to to this point, you know, and we only do that once a month. We do it on the on the first Monday of the month, unless that falls on some kind of a, uh, you know, in the holidays sometime get involved and sure. as i as i have to remind her from time to time i do have a job and that gets in the way from time to time <laughs> right, from, right. from being on a on a scheduled show but we don't but you know it's it's certainly something that's that's worth noting you know and, and i and i i can't i can't empathize with mike's situation you know unfortunately you know i was i was fortunate enough and Johnette was fortunate enough that our spouses you know were never you know, hostile is not the right word, but never got to the point where they were they were willing to leave. Sure. Um, uh, but it's you know it's the thing. The one thing that we do have in common is that the the biggest thing that made the impression on me that got me to where I needed to be was Susie's life. Mm. And it's the same story with with Anthony. You know, he said the thing that really got him to where he needed to be was, you know, the way that she was living her life, not what she was saying, you know, not the preaching she was doing, not the hammering of home of truths that she was doing, but it was the way that they lived their lives and the joy that they exuded. That's what, you know, joy is the sure sign of the presence of God. And, uh, you know, I think that's, and I think you know that, Mike. You've already, you've said a couple things that I think lead me to believe that you have already come to the realization that that that's probably the best course forward. Mm-hmm. Any comments, Mike? 
Yeah, it, it, where I work, it's interesting to say that because as this was going on and COVID was was causing everybody to really, you know, be isolated. I, I where I work, I was able to put on the board behind me, joyous, contagious too, because it seemed like everybody was so concerned about the negative contagions. And if we can somehow bring that word out and and look at each child's face we see and and realize that that's where joy is is greatly manifest. That's where I'm getting my joy from. So God's providing. Yeah. Right. Right. And you have a big uh, Take-Two family that's providing prayers as well, Mike, because you're in the book. You've been in the book for a long time with your entire beautiful family. So thank you so much for calling in today. We really, really appreciate it. And God bless you. Have a beautiful rest of your day and week. Um, Jack, before we get back to the phones, uh, we're gonna, I want to try to get to everyone before we run out of time. But I wanted to share with our listeners the Messy Family Podcast. The Messy Family Podcast empowers moms and dads to embrace their sacred calling by helping you to become a good parent and a great spouse. You can hear the Messy Family Podcast as well as faith-filled podcasts from our friends and affiliates across the nation, all in one place, all free at EWTN Podcast Central. So all you have to do, folks, is visit EWTN.com slash radio slash podcasts today. Okay, so we'll move to Kristen, and Kristen is in Niagara Falls, New York, also listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Kristen. Thanks for waiting. Hi. Welcome. No, thank you so much. Hi. Hi. Go right ahead. Hi. So, okay, thank you. Um, so I've been married for 15 years and just struggling with loneliness because it's been over six years since we've been intimate, and it's just been very hard, and I feel guilty because we only have one child, you know, I, I just, I carry guilt, I carry anger. Um, it's not by my choice, it's my husband's. Um, so I'm just, I, I'm, I'm struggling. I just, I want to be close with him, and I feel like I have no control over it. So that's why I'm calling. Okay, so I'm going I want Jack to respond to this, but I also just want to say something because what what you are sharing, Kristen, I I'm hearing a lot of these days in life coaching. Just to let you know, um, and and folks can always get a free consultation at StandTallToday.com. I just want to make that available for everybody. But Kristen, I want to I want to say something that we've we learned in life coaching many years ago that ninety percent of intimacy happens outside the bedroom. 90%. So what you want to do for yourself, especially for your emotional state, is to um, increase that, that ability to connect in a, in a very intimate, personal way. You know, we say in coaching, in, intimacy is into me, you see. So that soul-to-soul connection, you know, uh, dancing a, a small dance, cooking together, eating a, a fine meal together, talking, looking at each, in, at each other, not side-by-side activities. These are all intimate encounters between a husband and a wife, and they can help to sustain and help to build that emotional satisfaction that we all need when we, when we have that person that we're journeying with journeying with that is very special to us. So that's what I just wanted to share, Kristen, because I know you were looking for some advice. And Jack, please say something much more profound. Well, I don't know if I have anything much more profound, but, uh, you know, I can tell you that men and women are different. This may come as a complete shock to some people, but men and women are completely different. They have different needs. Uh, they're affected differently by different things. Um, you know, there's a couple things just to keep in mind, Christian, and I'm, and I'm sure that there are things that you've considered and that you're aware of. Um, 
you know, we, everybody, but we especially as men in our culture today are under attack. Our, our, our Catholic sensibilities, uh, our sense of purity and chastity is constantly being assaulted by everything in our culture. And, and these put pressures, um, you know, on, on women too, to a degree, but especially to men. This puts pressures on men that creates problems in these particular areas. And I think in Johnette, this is something Johnette would tell you if she were here. This is something that she talks about all the time. And this is where I led with men, men and women being different. You know, we share all of the same human needs and emotions, whether we be a male or whether we be a female. But based on our gender and our personality, some of those needs, while they're all present, some of them are more preeminent and more necessary depending upon your personality and depending upon whether you're a male or a female. And the one thing that that men need is men need to feel respected. They just do. That's how men are wired. And if you show respect and, and, and show your husband that you value the things that he does, those are the kind of things, and I'm not saying you write a speech and you say this all the time, but just in the way you treat him, if you just treat him with that level of respect, then I think you'll start to see maybe the walls come, start to come down a little bit. And, and again, we've talked about this a bunch of times today, Debbie. It's it, What you do is far more important than what you say oftentimes. Oh, excellent insights and understanding, Jack. And I, I would agree. And, and respect can come in small ways, right, Jack, with just being courteous, just being kind, just being, you know, how we would treat, um, you know, strangers, let's face it, you know, some, sometimes we give strangers more of a benefit than we do our own spouses. What do you say, Kristen, maybe just start there and, and build on that? Absolutely. And I was listening to Trish, and, and she's right. And I am I am trying to do better because I I know I fail at at respecting him and mm-hmm. I have to put my hurt aside and just keep the faith and and just treat him like I should be treating him. So right. Right. And God willing, that would come back. It'll come back to you in a beautiful and blessed way. So that's what we'll pray for, uh, Kristen, because we want all spouses to be happy and to be fulfilled and that love, joy, and peace that Mike was talking about. Jack, you know what, what, I, you a, know what I don't like? I don't like treat. this. I don't like this Ace McKay guy. He's a slave. <laughs> Producer? To, he's a slave to the clock. <laughs> yeah. He just rolls the music, you know, <laughs> without consulting us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It goes so fast. Thank you so much, Jack, on your birthday, spending time with us. We so appreciate it. It's it was such my a pleasure. I'll pray that you feel better. Thank you. And Matt and Ace and Jeff, you guys are awesome. We love the Take-Two family. And until tomorrow, talking about discerning a vocation, folks, that's tomorrow when Jerry's back. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>